Welcome back to the Bay Brothers Podcast. Bay Brothers Podcast. Buckle up for an action-packed show with some of the best content in the land. With your hosts, Jack and Andrew. Hello and welcome back to the Bay Brothers Podcast. I'm Jack Deason and today my co-host Andrew Hull is out right now. He is at a state swim, swim meet, so I have my good friend Ben Fridiani in studio today. What's going on everyone? So he'll be taking the place of uh, my co-host as a co-host and a guest today, so special person in studio today. Uh, right now we got a final four of teacher things they either say or do, so I'll get you started with the first one. So... With the first one, I'm going to go with a thing more a teacher does, kind of slash what they say, but whenever a teacher, this was more middle school for me, I don't know what you had at Roberts, but the teachers always kept you after class. Um, it didn't matter if the bell rang, they were like a math teacher, Miss Weicker. Every day in math class, she would finish finish like the last problem like two minutes after the bell, and then we'd get the homework. And I'm thinking to myself now, why didn't I just walk out of the classroom? Like, I, I should have just walked out. Like, you can't stop me from walking out of class. That's over. So, that's my first pick. Okay. Uh, that's pretty similar to my first one, which was the bell doesn't dismiss you. I dismiss you. Uh, I also had a teacher like that. She would keep us, you know, three or four minutes after the end of the day at three o'clock to make sure we packed up and prayed and everything. Um, my next one is when the teacher's upset at the class for talking, if you think you know this better than me, I invite you to come up and teach the class. Uh, this is like a passive aggressive teacher thing where they kind of had enough. We got this a lot in like science and social studies when we just wouldn't stop talking. Yeah. Teachers can just get really defensive sometimes like that. And like, I, or it's like, um, uh, another thing like that. It's like, just like leave the classroom. Like that's kind of thing. I, I won't say it as my next pick, but, uh, my next pick is going to be the, I'll wait. Like, I'll, I'll wait for you one. to stop talking. Like, what does this even mean? Like, we don't care. Like, we're not just going to, like, care if you're waiting. We're just going to keep talking until our conversation is over. That, yeah. just, that one doesn't make sense to me. The fact that you'll wait, okay. Like, hi. Yeah. Keep staying right. there. Yeah. Um, this is also similar to that one, but it's your own time you're wasting when they're going to give you time to work on, like, a, a project or homework and you won't stop talking when they're giving you the directions. They'll say, it's your own time you're wasting. Like, all right, we get that. For my uh, third pick, I'm going to go with the fist bump. I've had multiple teachers in my uh, my history of school. So back in middle school, I had this teacher named Mrs. Mathis. And she would stand outside the classroom and give every person a fist bump <laughs> as we were walking into the classroom. A little bit of a dab. And then, as you know, Mr. Shremka, our high school religion teacher at Dominican, is just known for the fist bump overall. doesn't matter if you're walking through the halls in the classroom. It's a fist bump 24-7. So I think with religion teachers or something, it's a fist bump that's, that they're teaching at Stretch or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the curriculum. Uh, that was actually a positive one. I don't know if I have any positives on here. Um... My next one, which it was definitely common more in grade school and middle school when you had the people who lean back on their chairs, but the teachers would always say four legs, two feet on the floor to oh. make sure you're not leaning back Yeah, like back the whole the posture chair. thing, yeah. Yeah. All right, for my last pick, 
Um, I'm going to go with another positive one. I'm going to go any teacher that plays music is kind of elite, but also can backfire on them. That's valid. Um, yeah. Like, I remember, like, like Miss V, did you like how she played music, or did you not like when she did that? I actually never had a Miss V class. Okay, but, like, just, like, walking by. like Oh, in, like, like in the hallway? Yeah, like, did you like that? Or was like, okay, like, turn it off. Uh, I think it all depends on, like, the teacher's taste in music. Because yeah. the Spanish classrooms are always bumping something really good. Mm-hmm. But Miss V, not quite the same, you know what I mean? Yeah, Miss V always, like, tried to make it way too hype by, like, dancing in the hallway. <laughs> but I do agree, like, the Spanish music, uh, as, like, you're just, like, filling out the homework or something like that, that's always very elite. Yeah, I 100% agree. Um, my last one is, or not my last one, but... You can use the bathroom when the next person, even if it's of the other gender, comes back. And especially when it's the other gender. I've had teachers who are like, if a girl has to go to the bathroom, they won't let you go, even though the boys' bathroom is on the other side of the hall. That- yeah, I, I, I do agree with this statement, but I, also, I have a pretty good story for this. So back in, I think it was probably like fourth grade, one of the teachers at Holy Family was talking about why she did the, the opposite gender thing. Like, does it matter when they get back? So she said one time... There was a boy who always left and said, can I go to the bathroom? He went, and then uh, a girl did, like, five minutes later, and they would just, like, go off together and talk for, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> it's kind of weird, but I I don't know. I don't, like, do you agree with teachers when they say, like, come, when, like, okay, if, like, three people are out, do you agree with them saying, like, come back, or, like, go when they come back? Yeah, I can understand that. Mine was really just, like, when a person of the other gender is gone. Maybe if you're like a teacher and you know if they're like boyfriend, girlfriend or something and you want to avoid that. But uh, like if it's someone you don't even know, someone you have no classes with besides that one, I don't, I don't think you got to worry about that. Yeah, because like much. the teachers know like who's friends with who. Yeah, who, so. yeah exactly. Also, we, d- we didn't mention, um, but the classic can I go to the bathroom as an so this will be a really good honorable mention but the can you go to the bathroom the may I go to the bathroom this is like the worst one of all time yeah it, it makes no sense to anybody especially okay I can understand it maybe when you're like you're in second or third grade because like I don't know but like yeah. now in high school yeah. like whatever like who cares yeah like come on like that's just like that's just unnecessary it's just like it's so overused and you see all the memes about it like, which kind of just, like, sums it up. Like, no one actually genuinely, like, means that, like, the teachers don't when they ask you the question. It's almost like they're doing it just so they can say it to you. Yeah, just so they can be the teachery role, I guess, really. Yeah, like, like oh, look at me. I'm a, I'm a comedian. Honestly. Yeah. All right, and that concludes our final four for today. And yesterday was Dominican, my basketball team, regional final game. We played Brown Deer and a shocking loss to say the least, losing 103 to 102 in Triple OT. Um, you know, right, right now it's still tough to talk talk in the podcast, but you know we're open with the listeners, so I I wanted to make sure I got this across um, just to talk about the game a little bit. It was very emotional um, last night and still today, grieving over the loss, but. I do have to say, um, you know, it was, a, it was a huge shock of emotion pretty much losing that game. It's the first time Dominican has lost a regional final game in 14 years. So um, it's tough. You know, we have to represent the name the best we can, and we failed to do that last night. But 
it is what it is. And Ben Free and I are one of the leaders of the hype squad and the student section. You know, what was the, what was your perspective on the flip side? Um, it was shocking. I mean, me, like, especially as a leader of the student section, I almost, I probably almost felt the loss almost as much as you guys did, or at least I feel that way. Um, it was, I, you know, Brown Deer being so close to Dominican is such a, just a tough loss to take. And it always sucks when like the student sections are going back and forth and then you finally have to admit defeat. Uh, but for the, when, when we kept forcing it to OT, it was just unbelievably hype. The student section was going crazy. Miss O'Keefe was, you know, people were running on the floor and she was just grabbing their arms and pulling them back. Um, it was pandemonium to be sure. Yeah. Just to give a little rundown of how exciting this game was. I mean, first of all, like, so we were up 30 to 20 at halftime and I honestly thought we were going to not cruise to a victory, but I thought, you know, we're the better team. We'll win by five or something like that. But, uh, Brown deer came out the gates in the second half blazing and, you know, they kind of went up by 12 and we were kind of hanging back for a while. We finally made a comeback at the end of regulation with a, I don't know. It was like it was late. It was like under a minute. Ben Jelasic, recurring guest on the podcast, by the way, big hits a th- hits a big three to tie the game. Um, they don't score. We go into OT. Then in the first OT, Jamari Big McGee hits a big three to tie the game up um, late. And then in the second o- overtime, uh, Noah Thomas with five minutes left on the clock hits a three. So. You know, just to give perspective, I mean, those are three huge shots. Um, and to not win the game off of one of those or to not finish it out, it's really tough. I mean, to to see, to see us losing that game when we're expecting so much more is really hard. But, I mean, it's I'm not going to be able to really step back from the whole game until about a week, I think, um, to really see the full perspective, to see the full season. Um, so it... It's tough to put into words right now, I have to say. But to touch on the student section, I do have to say, the student section was ver- looking very weak to start, but it, it grew. It grew uh, throughout the game. So I do have to give shouts there. And also, just step away from the game completely. Just looking at student sections. <laughs> student sections are kind of like one of the most underrated things of all time. Oh, for sure. Like, for sure. I don't understand how people just like can't get hype. For yeah. a game. Like, it is, like, the craziest thing. I think it's just the coolest thing that you just have all these people coming together. And when I see these, like, big schools, like, when I go to th- these other games, like, you see these masses of people of a student section. Like, that would be just so insane if that could happen. But Yeah, because, like, it, the what makes a student section elite from, like, any other, like, fans during sports is that you're connected to the people. Like, these are your friends. You see them every day in the hallways. You share classes with them. So it's like, it's so much more than just them playing the sport. It's you're, you're cheering for your friends. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. And to touch on that, like in college basketball or college football, like a student section isn't as involved as in high school. Cause like there's thousands of people at a college basketball game and it's not like your best friends with the, with, you know, with number four running down the court or, yeah. you know, it, it's just more of, a mass of people, but like these are people in high school where it's in unison with, uh, with cheers and stuff. And, and me and Ben with, uh, with the volleyball games, the whiteboard, the, the whiteboard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the whiteboard is, is, uh, a rising phenomenon in, um, in high school student sections. For I sure. do have to say, um, that can get in people's heads. 
uh, Freegan's drawing a lot of memes. <laughs> yeah. We did get the whiteboard taken from us a few times, but it was good while it lasted, I guess. Yeah. Grady can't hang. He can't hang, I guess. Yeah. No, but I feel like in, at some schools, like, I've heard, like, the student section's kind of, like, for, like, the weird kids. <laughs> like, not all the cool, like, the cool kids don't, like, go to the games, but. No, I can't, I can't agree with that. Um, I think there's definitely, like, a line for the student section that you don't want to cross, but I think, like, towing the line, getting close to the line, pushing the limits is what makes the student section so good, because it's, it's all about how you can get under the other team's skin, or the other, under the other team's student section skin. But or, like, and the other teams, too. Like, yeah. You can, yeah. Yeah, like, for example, the playoff game, when we had the coach yelling at us after chancing oh, USA when they yes. hit the flag. Yes. Um, Just, like, there's so much fun to be had in a student section. I, I don't think it's something you want to miss out on. I totally agree. So while we have Ben Friediani in the show today, we're going to talk a little about Lightworks Productions. Uh, he's been a part of two movies, all – all the movies we've made really as Lightworks Productions and the big one last August, uh, Eye of Justice, a great hit. Uh, didn't win any awards this spring and the winter and the awards, but you know, you know, it's okay. Um, you know, we're just putting it on the YouTube for the masses, but anyway, um, it was, it was very good production. If you haven't, I'll put the link in the description. Um, but anyway, so basically just to give you a short synopsis, Basically, he's woke up one day wanting to make a short film, so he's got each other together, started filming some clips. We really had no idea in mind. Um, it was just a spy movie, <laughs> and it was pretty elite, though, not going to lie. So, Yeah, um, I think it's funny. We, we knew what we wanted to film for the first scene, and that was about it. And then we even went back and edited that towards the end of the movie where we added like the intro with the skateboard. Um I think the inclusion of Jackson's grandma really kind of just took the movie to the next level as, as a top tier production. Yeah, because she was a an American citizen, but acting as a a French like reporter, which was funny. <laughs> yeah, and we had the little Eiffel Tower in front to show that uh, she was from French, from from France, excuse me. But I do remember because we like filmed the it was we filmed like well it was like the third scene with like nothing in mind almost. We knew like we were gonna do like two things. And then everything just kind of we just played it by ear the whole time. Yeah, which really made it what good. It made I yeah yeah I if for like low budget, um, I think that was like the best way to do it. Just like don't need to plan it out. Let's just go and do it and figure it out. Yeah, um, I think that there's definitely some plot holes that probably we don't see because we came up with the plot. <laughs> yeah, so we don't have that outside perspective. But um. Like, for playing it by ear, I think it's a pretty in-depth plot. A little bit of twists and turns at the end that I, I don't think the audience would be expecting, to be I honest. Agree. I think some great music choices, too, by the definitely, cast. Definitely. Um, those are, I think, Good Morning, the song by Kanye West. That song, I'll forever, forever, like, picture the image of Jack Wahlberg on the skateboard, yeah. current guest. Um, <laughs> um, that'll forever be implanted in my mind, and that song is well, going to be elite. The way we got that shot with, I was driving Jack's car. Jackson was outside of the sunroof with the camera, mm-hmm. and we were following Jack down the street on the skateboard. It Just, looked, for for some reason, it, we used the same camera, the same Jackson's phone. I think it was like a seven plus or something, but uh, it looked like way better quality. I don't know why. I, I, yeah. I mean, it was a really good moving image because it was smooth. Um, it almost looked like like a low drone shot. A little that's, bit. That's yeah. what it looked like because. 
if you're trying to think um like how they got that shot i would like i mean because i'm not gonna guess person's hanging the sunroof i'm probably gonna guess like a low drone shot or something but no but also are we for sure i i want to for sure do a sequel yes sequel definitely i'm hoping that we can do that in june probably yeah right after school yeah for sure. um so stay tuned for that but we're gonna have to tie something well if you if you watch closely at the end of I have justice, the first one, obviously. Um, watch at the end for something that could lead to a sequel. A little bit of, of a cliffhanger. Justice. Yes, a yeah. little bit of cliffhanger. That was done on purpose in case we wanted to make a sequel. And uh, with the Yentin virus, who knows what it could be now. Yeah, so. I mean, some great real-world connections we could make to that. Yes, there. I, I, th- I think I've heard of some virus that is spreading right now. So that could play an issue into yeah. the next story. Something like that. Yes. <laughs> Once again, thank you for tuning in to the Bay Brothers Podcast. Subscribe, like, all those sorts of things. You can help this podcast by clicking the link in the description um, that sends you right through Anchor, and you can help us out. Uh, find us on Twitter at Bay Brothers one You can see all the posts and updates um, every episode. You can, uh, on my Snapchat, Jack underscore DeSing, you can see all the updates there as well. Anything helps. Um, spread the word for the Bay Brothers podcast. Ben Friani, thank you for joining us today on the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Big fan of the Bay Brothers podcast. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good episode. It's been a pleasure. This is episode 72 of the Bay Brothers podcast, and we're going to close with you um, a Spanish favorite, Palma remix. So, everybody... Have a great week. Ver el sol caer.